I didn't get in a lot of trouble in high school, but when I did, it was for talking too much, if you can imagine that. At one point, I was in trouble in speech class for talking too much. That's quite an accomplishment, to be in trouble for talking in a class about talking. I was cracking a joke to the kid behind me, and Mr. Ross, who was the public speaking teacher, called out my name, Mr. McRoberts. And I knew how it went. Normally, I would grab my backpack, grab the slip, walk straight to the principal's office. But this time, Mr. Ross stopped me and he said, just one second. Come here. He had me set my backpack down next to his desk. And then he walked me to the front of the little raised area where we would stand and give our presentations. He said, wait right here for just a moment. And he walked to this closet where he normally kept things like podiums or a clipboard or something along those lines, a way for us to practice public presentations. But instead of drawing something like that out of the closet, he dragged this large inflated cactus and set it down next to me. The thing was almost my size. And then he went and sat down in my seat, which was in the front of the class, because <laughs> I used to get in trouble for talking. And he said, okay, Mr. McRoberts, you like to entertain. The floor is yours. You have five minutes. I froze. I had nothing. It's one thing to steal someone else's moment. It's a completely different thing to be handed your own moment and have to make something of it. I don't know how long I was standing there in silence, shuffling my feet. I don't even know what I was doing. But the kid behind Mr. Ross, the kid to whom I was cracking that joke earlier, he lost his patience. And he simply said, hey, just... Pretend like you're in the desert. It's just a cactus. To which Mr. Ross turned around and said to him, No, it's not. And they looked at me and with all seriousness said, It is what you make of it. Now, I didn't have the wisdom, the maturity. I certainly didn't have the practice at the time to know how much that phrase meant, to know how deeply that would impact me. But Even there in that moment, something in my guts got unlocked. And I spent the next, I guess, two minutes or so, whatever was left, with this thing on stage. Because it wasn't just a cactus. In fact, it wasn't a cactus at all. It was an inflated thing. So it was a camel, and a pony, and a rocket ship, and a long-lost friend, and a Martian, and it was what I made of it. That phrase, that idea, that notion has actually marked just about the entirety of my life up to this point, and I want it to mark my life from here on out. See, what I've come to believe about my circumstances is that nothing simply is what it is. In fact, I think that kind of thinking, it is what it is thinking, gets us stuck in places we don't have to be stuck, leaves us in the dark when we could in fact make our own light and that the people we call heroes are generally folks who look around at really similar circumstances to the ones that we're living in and simply choose to do something with those circumstances. So the folks I'm talking to this season are folks who've looked around at their circumstances, circumstances that will be a lot like yours, a lot like mine, and have chosen to do something new and good and true with what they've been given. In June of this year, I will be releasing my fifth book, and it is, in fact, entitled, It Is What You Make of It. Fifteen stories of situations, moments in the course of my life in which I looked around at what I had on hand and had to decide 
to do something new, to do something different, hopefully to do something good and true. And so over the course of the next several months, I'll be talking with folks who've done that exact same thing, who've looked around at their circumstances and what they've been given and done beautiful, true and good things instead of simply saying it is what it is. And my hope is that as you listen to these stories, just like when you eventually get to read that book, that your own life would be highlighted. You'd look around at what you were given and make the decision, this isn't just the way it is. This is an opportunity. This is a call. This is a chance to make something new and good and true. We will talk to Laura Joyce Davis, who was living in the San Francisco Bay Area at the time that the pandemic struck and saw it as an opportunity to build a completely different and new life on the other side of the country. We'll talk to Christopher Williams, singer-songwriter for over 25 years. He saw CDs come and go. He saw digital music change over the course of time and then... He saw the pandemic take touring away. And what do you do with any of those circumstances at all? We'll talk to the gentleman at the Harding House Brewery in Nashville, Tennessee, about what do you do in a culture in which a lot of the folks around you don't think you should be dealing with beer at all. We'll talk to Jim Gum, who looked around at an Enneagram culture that was chock full of folks who were really interested and fascinated by this tool and had their own ideas about it. How do you step into an environment in which people already have their conclusions about the thing you are an expert in? We'll talk with Kevin Garcia. But what do you do with people at the intersection of sexuality and spirituality and psychology? What do you make with those circumstances over and over this season? We're going to talk with folks whose circumstances actually look a lot like yours, a lot like mine, but whose choices make them what comes next. Next week, John Steingart, songwriter, musician, in a band with some heavy religious overtones and undertones, who went through a pretty significant transformation in his own theological and social perspective. What do you do? When the engine, the theological social engine of the career you had had for over two decades changes. I think you're going to love these conversations. And I think more than anything else, the life you're living might take on a different shape, a different light. And you might look at the circumstances around you and make the decision to do something new with those as well. 